0: but I have a feeling after those 30 days, our listeners will love their Bionic shoes so much they'll be ready to order another pair.
1: Use code THEMOMHOUR15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at Bionicsshoes.com when you log into your account. That's a one-time use only. Bionic shoes, wearable well-being for your feet.
0: Hey everyone, you're listening to The Mom Hour. I am Sarah Powers here with Megan Francis. Hey Megan. Hey Sarah, I'm really excited about today's episode. Really excited. So we wanted to pop in and let you know what you're about to hear. And that is the show we recorded live in Newport Beach, California on August 23rd at The New Mom's School. Um, Megan, this was such a fun event, don't you think? It was so fun. And it was really
1: cool to see all these moms come out from different backgrounds who didn't know each other and get together and talk. And we had a really good time. And we got some really great um, audience participation. So it's going to be a little different than the usual episode because it's live. And you're going to hear yeah. back
0: background and people clapping and laughing and really really fun yes i wanted to say if this is the very first episode you've ever caught of ours um, might want to check out a regular one in our podcast feed but do stick around for this because it was really fun you will hear that live audience laughing and clapping and we had a great time we are live. We're recording this live, you guys listening out there. We're here in Orange County at the wonderful New Mom School, and we have a live audience, and they are ready to They're hear ready us. To They're hear ready to hear us record this
1: episode. Okay. And I'm really excited because today I get to drive the bus. Yes. And usually that's Sarah's job. Sarah usually is the one who is man's the outline and keeps me on track and I'm not saying I'm going to actually have an outline. I don't have an outline. <laughs> um, I'm not saying I'm going to keep you on track either but I'm going to kind of set yeah. up the topic and yeah. I'm going to let you take it from there. So Sarah actually came up with the idea for this entire thing and did all the details as well. So big pat on the back for Sarah. But she also came up with the topic which we thought was great for our location which is the new mom's school in uh, Newport Beach. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is a place where moms come together to support each other and learn and all these great things and we started talking talking about what kind of support we got as new moms some of which was really helpful and some of which was sort of cliche and maybe not that helpful and so really what was helpful to us when we were new moms was helpful to other new moms how can you help a new mom and I think that is actually the name of the is it yeah, like like ways what, to help a new mom yeah what yeah. moms really need yes. and how to know so you have yeah. a personal story
0: yeah, yeah I um I actually wrote a blog post years ago back when we used to write more yeah um and it was one of the first ones i wrote for your blog that really took off yep um and so oh thank you um and it's called five unexpected ways to help a new mom and i'm actually going to read the beginning um but it does it's a sad little story about my postpartum self in the early days (laughs) but maybe you can relate so okay It was about 10 days after the birth of my first baby my husband was back at work the visiting family had gone home and my mom who lives close by still checked in often but had resumed her normal schedule and commitments in other words i was on my own i was on my own but i wasn't alone in the house as a gift my parents had arranged for a cleaning service to come for the day just to help get the house back to semi-normal as we adjusted to life with a newborn sounds wonderful, right? Generous, thoughtful, and just what a new mom should want. But as the housekeeper scrubbed my kitchen counters and unstuck pots and pans from a week-old Jenga puzzle in the sink, I sat on my bed at the other end of the house, holding my daughter and having a quiet panic attack. Like most hormonal, emotional breakdowns viewed from a distance, this one doesn't make much sense now, but I'll do my best to put into words what I was feeling. It went something like this. I'm hungry, but I can't go make myself breakfast because there's a stranger in my kitchen. And I can't face the stranger because I'm not wearing a bra. (laughs) And I'm not wearing a bra because I haven't showered. And I can't shower because I don't know what you're supposed to do with a baby when you shower. (laughs) What if she cries? What will the stranger think? I'm hungry. So I sat there and cried and nursed my baby in my pajamas, starving until my mom happened to drop in. What she did then I'll never forget because it was exactly what I needed. She listened to my irrational story about how I didn't want to go make a piece of toast in my own kitchen. (laughs) And then, without judgment or comment, she left the room and gently let the housekeeper know I wasn't feeling well and that we'd need to reschedule the cleaning service for another day. So that story just kind of I think sets up something that I think is universal to new moms and that is we don't always know what we need and you can't ask for help if you don't know what you need and you can't know what you need if you don't slow down enough to sort of ask yourself what what would help me in this moment not like what's supposed to help me and what helped my friend down the street right. and what it, does the magazine say is supposed to help me so um I'm not going to read more from the post, but we are going to use this post, I think, to offer a few tips. And these were just my tips at the time. When I wrote this, I was pregnant with my third. So I think I was thinking about the like that postpartum period again, which did get a little less insane every time. But um, so, yeah, should we go through the tips? And I sure. think you will have definitely your own uh, to add as well, having five Postpartum, Although it's been a while now. Yeah, it's under Since my, I was under your belt. That. That's true. <laughs> um, okay, so tip number one, I sort of laughed about casseroles earlier, but tip number one, if you are going to help a new mom, is to think beyond and between dinner. So one of my, I, I joked that I, I, I can't even pull off dinner for my own family most nights. So I just am not, whenever that meal train, e- like the the email gets sent around, I just like cringe. And I just like, but now there's a lot now. Now you can, like, sign up to, like, send dinner from, like, another place. Oh, that, that's nice. But this is a few years ago. So, yeah. Um. What I love to do for a new mom is go to like Trader Joe's or Whole Foods or your favorite healthy store and fill a bag with healthy snacks. If there's older siblings, like fresh fruit, bananas, um, granola bars, you know how hungry you are when you're nursing or I was so mm-hmm. hungry when I was nursing. Nervous. So just stuff for the pantry, stuff that lasts, um, treats, chocolates, but yeah. also healthy stuff. Um So, that was one of my favorite things, and I still do that for new moms if I can. And then you're just dropping off, like, a bag of groceries, but it's stuff that they can dig in whenever they want. And also, like, as the not new mom, I don't feel guilty about not bringing someone dinner. I just don't. It's just not, it's not my strength, so I'm going to let the really good cook well yeah. and and I think that the casserole
1: train has a reason it's existed forever yeah yeah. but sometimes that also feels like pressure I know that I had a, yeah. a time where my freezer was full of other people's food that I didn't know that I wanted to eat anyway but I had to eat it so I could give them their dang dish back <laughs> which by the way I was gonna have to wash and at that point yeah. I was like not gonna do anything like nothing right. involving a glass dish I was gonna do things <laughs> that just involved maybe like an aluminum thing that I could throw away or, <laughs> or, or just just takeout, and another time I had someone who very well meaning brought me um, dinner, and I think I had, I had like maybe a two week old and a, a toddler. And they brought dinner, but then proceeded to serve it to my husband and I. And then we had to have, like sit there and eat it, you know, like while she was there. And I just remember thinking like, I love the idea. It's such it's so well-meaning, but I want to eat on my own terms, yeah. especially right now. And I don't want anyone yeah. watching me or overseeing <laughs> me or in any way. So I just think being really mindful of letting people have, like letting people dictate the terms of yeah. their gift And I do; it's really important. I do think technology
0: has helped with this. Like okay. I'm sure you guys know like now if you i'm blanking out what's the main one you guys are all here i can ask you meal train yeah well DoorDash is for ordering but like if you wanted all your neighbors to bring a neighbor a meal next
2: door is that
0: meal train okay it is meal train um so they do have it now where you can set your preferences and all of that but i want to say a couple more things about food delivery because i it is well meaning it totally can be helpful so we're not knocking it i think i'm just suggesting to not limit it to that just dinner mm-hmm. and just for the first two weeks um lunches are great i remember when i was a brand new mom i was home from a corporate job and i loved when my co-workers would pick up lunch and bring it and actually in that case i did like them sitting with me and having well, lunch because sure. it was company but they would just pick up sandwiches or something so lunch um and then all the snacks and also it is nice to have some help with dinner like three months after you have a baby yeah you know? <laughs> like, yep so it doesn't all have to be in that first couple weeks okay should we move on to my next yes, tip? Yes, okay. sure. Um, I still do this with anyone, not just new moms. But this is, um, I, I wrote here, I'm at Target, what do you need? Yes. And this is a difference between how can I help you? Like, what? Like how can I help? Which is such a really sweet but very open-ended question. And if you remember what it's like to be a new mom, you don't even know, like, mm-hmm. which end is up. Right. Let alone do you want to put someone in the position of trying to help you? So um, I, would, I got real used to just... Um, Letting my new mom friends know where I was or where I was going. Can I pick your four-year-old up and take him to the library with me? Mm-hmm. I'm at Target right now. What do you need? And I find that new moms will actually respond to that yeah, because it's absolutely. much more specific. It's like, oh yeah, I'm out of coffee or yes, whatever. Yes, yeah. And, so, it, and
1: think how what a big deal it is to yeah. run out for bread or diapers yes. or something when you know you've got a newborn. That's a big deal. And it's it's n- nothing. No, it's you. So easy. you're already there. Yes. So it's no big deal. Yes. Yeah. Vionic actually got started by revolutionizing medical orthotics. Today, they continue to use that science to make cute and comfortable shoes that can keep up with our active
0: lifestyles. Use code THEMOMHOUR15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at BionicShoes.com when you log into your account. That's one-time use only. Vionic Shoes, wearable well-being for your feet. This
1: episode is sponsored by Olive and June, and Sarah, I am just so grateful that I have mastered the art of doing my nails at home. When I look down at my cute manicure, I feel a little more pulled together, no matter how crazy life is at the moment. Thankfully, Olive in June's Manny system makes it so easy and affordable to make Manny time a regular part of my weekly routine.
0: Well, I know the feeling, Megan, and I think it's so fun that with Olive and June, you get to customize your Manny system with your choice of six polishes, plus their top coat is included. So Katie on our team says that she has lately been layering some of their iridescent colors over their gel-like polishes, and the final result looks super shimmery and pretty. I might have to try that this spring.
1: Yeah, and Olive and June press-ons are another cool option. They look so real, and I think it would be a great way to test out another nail shape. A long almond shape is popular right now, and I'm kind of curious what that would look like on me.
3: Okay,
0: well, keep me posted on that one. Listeners, visit oliveandjune.com slash hour for 20% off your first Manny system. That's O-L-I-V-E-A-N-D-J-U-N-E dot com slash T-H-E-M-O-M-H-O-U-R for 20% off your first Manny system. All right um, okay so I don't I don't know we might want a little show of hands on this one um, but I think, it's very new moms are very different whether they want time alone away from people Mm -hmm. or want company and I'm talking now like the very first week or two um I'm actually more introverted I would say but I craved company I craved other adults to come talk to me and I don't think I would have known that or known to identify that um so I guess the next tip is to know thyself and then also (laughs) if you're the one helping be sensitive to that in other moms um don't be offended if someone doesn't want you to come over and Mm -hmm. hang out for a long time read the signal if you come right. to meet the baby and they're yes. like kind of over it, yeah, it's not you, <laughs> yeah. Um, but also the flip side, I think it came to, as a surprise to me that I really wanted just someone to come over and hang out with me and talk to me. They yeah. didn't have to like my baby. They didn't have to bring me food. Yeah. like they just, I just wanted company. So how are you in that?
1: Oh well, you know, I, I was. It people. depended from day to day to day. Yeah, I mean sometimes I just wanted to hide in my bedroom, and sometimes I remember one thing I really loved is when uh, a fellow mom would come um, and pick me up and the baby and take us someplace together and I remember what a comfort it was to all go in one car somewhere together Yeah, and now it's so silly like my friends and I we just take our own cars we don't but it's overwhelming but it, when I, I remember like how good it felt for someone else to take the car seat and yeah. deal with that and to maybe mean you know, if I had another kid at the same time a toddler or something deal with that whole ring and yeah. roll because that's your life like all you do is buckle and unbuckle <laughs> for years it's all you do so it was just like having that little thing take off by taken off yeah. my plate and still getting to go someplace and not have to deal with that
0: At all. And I think one of the things we run into is we're all trained that it's not polite to invite yourself over to someone's house, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But I think a new mom situation might be different. It's hard for new moms to get out of the house. So if if you're willing to say, would you like me to come over? It doesn't matter what the house looks like. Can I help? Can I sit and fold your laundry Mm -hmm. with you? Yeah, Um, Because if we don't take it to that place and ask, on either end, the helper or the one being helped, then there's somebody maybe crying alone in their bed yeah and, and
1: sometimes it can be like i will come pick you
0: up and yeah. you don't even i don't even have or to come I'm, in i'm coming yeah. you know like i yeah. can stay for a short time or longer yeah. but i'm coming um so i'm curious so show of hands if you had to pick one side were you a new mom who really wanted everyone to leave you alone until you figured your you know what out or did you crave company pick pick one let's see show of hands for wanted to be by yourself okay and then show of hands for wanted company so slightly more wanted company, <laughs> yeah, but the, it's a pretty yeah, equal like representation. 60, 40. Yeah, 60-40. Yeah. And like I said, I'm an introvert, but I I wanted a, other adults. It was something yeah. about being able to just I don't know. It was it was a clinging to sanity. So um, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, and I guess the the problem with that is not is not knowing then which, which place they fall or where they are today. And maybe just having a pact. I think if you said to your friends, like, I need you to be really honest with me, it might be easier to do this in a text. (laughs) Like, are you up for this today? You know sad face emoji for no (laughs) and like the grinning like the one that kind of looks like he's grimacing yeah maybe i don't know
0: convince me you know so well and i i honestly feel like too many decisions are hard on new moms Do, do you guys remember that like it is it is hard to make decisions whether it's like a social plan or like what you're gonna do that day how you're gonna get out of the house so I don't know, I'm not advocating ambushing a new mom and just showing up unannounced, but I think we know our friends, right? Like, you know you know your friends or your sisters or your, you know, your people. And I do feel like, as someone who craved company and probably didn't know how to ask for it, like, Mm -hmm. there were people who could have just shown up and I would have been pretty happy about it, I think. So, yeah. All right. Um, Okay, so this is a fun one. My next tip is... um, To help a new mom capture the moment with the baby in a photograph, whether or not you take good pictures or are all over Instagram, um, there's very, we all know, like you end up with very few pictures, very few. And Megan is almost 20 years into motherhood with her first. And how many pictures do you have of you and Jacob as a newborn? I mean... Well, there weren't any digital cameras yet. So it's all
1: film. So I had a lot for a short period of time. But with you in them? Oh, no, none with me. Right. No.
0: Right. That's, yeah. So new moms might not want their photo taken. And I almost think we should do it anyway. Not, yeah. uh, not posted on the internet, but, um, if you have an opportunity to take a photo of the baby yeah. or of mom and the baby, and I take like a hundred, then
1: go home and find the most flattering one and then put mm-hmm, a filter on mm-hmm. it and then send it to her. And then,
0: yeah. And still, and still it's up to her whether right. anything happens yes. to it. Um, but I actually love if there's, or even I've even done this where maybe the new mom has posted a photo and not just with her. Maybe it's just of the baby on social media. I've had it printed and framed, even if it's their photo. Yeah. Um, there's just it's always on your list when you're a new mom you want pictures of the new baby up I think now with social media um a lot of us go out and have the nice pictures taken but to help somebody by taking the extra step to have a photo printed and framed or just Mm -hmm. printed just just like I mean nobody prints photos anymore I do because I'm crazy but no and um, no one will ever have it framed that's the that's the step I will I will have it printed but yeah someone
1: even now like if someone just had something framed for me, I would be so appreciative because that's the step I don't ever get. If to. you
0: guys found out that there was a photo of you with your newborn out there and you got a copy of it, wouldn't that make you feel good? No matter what you looked like? Like, we, you can't. So be the person that takes that photo um, and just, you know, keep it for a rainy day if you think that new mom is sensitive to not wanting to see herself in pictures. Yeah. Everybody's different. But um, I think capturing those moments is something so easy that you can do that. Um, is just really sweet. Um, And I I definitely, the printing side, I have had pictures printed either that I've taken or that they've taken and framed. And then it's just one less thing they have to do. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, Okay, so my next tip is to... I don't know. This feels almost dated, but this is to give the gift of light reading. I loved trashy magazines when I could not string two thoughts together. Like, on the one hand, you're so tired and you're really overwhelmed, but the other hand, you're just sitting around a lot of the time. Um, And maybe when you were pregnant, you thought you would read, like, some really intelligent, thoughtful book or, like, a parenting book, but you don't really have the... Capacity no in there. You don't have the brain So I power. love showing up with magazines magazines or like a like real, us weekly yeah. Or, yes yeah. yeah and that will that will never go unappreciated. No, but.
1: I think you're right. that's how I learned about who the Kardashians were <laughs> I like kind of fell out of pop culture. I mean I've been kind of in and out, but I really kind of fell out off the face of the earth for a long time and it was when I was when did the Kardashians get big like 15 years ago 10 ten years ago. I don't know. It was around that time I had a baby. Who knows which one it was? And someone gave me a stack of magazines. I was like, who are these people? What? This is crazy. Where have I been? And that, I think, was when the OC was big. Uh, Remember that one?
0: Yeah. So
1: I learned about all those people, and then I felt, like, relevant for about a
0: minute. It was great. I almost feel like the, the... present-day equivalent of this could also be great podcasts like what kind of media could yes. you introduce to a new mom oh that nice i like her? that yeah. like i like <laughs> what you did there just <laughs> um no like i'm thinking like juicy like i don't know like cereal or like something right. like something that's separate from motherhood and parenting just something to pass the time when you're not sleeping when yeah. you're nursing i mean a juicy novel like anything that does not take brain cells to read um, I don't think people are thinking of that necessarily as a gift for new mom I I think it's a great gift for new mom so along
1: those lines something that is such a little stupid thing but that I would have personally loved um When I was, I I remember this very clearly and it was with my third and I hadn't had a good cable package for a long time. And then I decided to go ahead and sign up for a good cable package because I was going to have this new baby and I was going to lay around a bunch watching TV. And then I realized I had no idea how to turn my TV on because there was all these inputs and I couldn't figure out how to get the sound. So I'm holding a nursing baby on the couch and then I was like, have to go over to the tv and i have to hit something and then i go sit back down and get myself all arranged i was like then i need that other remote and where is the other remote so having someone come by and like turn my tv on for me <laughs> and just show me how to do it or just
0: like i don't know, watch with me so i yeah. didn't have to do all the setup would have or been like, get, like, really nice yeah or like get you into a really good netflix series yeah a really trashy reality series to watch together Um, I think it's a time when like your brain is mush on the one hand but you have a lot of hours to pass Yeah, Um, and I do think now even more than five years ago when I wrote this like streaming media is readily available but again it comes back to like it's so hard to make decisions when you're in that fog so the gift of like I made you a playlist on Spotify like whatever like I you know I queued up give me your phone I'm going to queue up some great podcasts for you or I brought you trashy novels or whatever so I think that can be a fun gift so those were my kind of my top five like outside the box do you is any more come to mind for you you just visited a friend with a new baby didn't
1: you I did I just went there and and held her baby for a day and a half that was
0: probably a gift did she
1: ask you for advice was it her first Uh, it's her first yeah yes and it was it was kind of funny like the advice she asked for because you forget you Mm -hmm. forget that you ever didn't know something and then it would come up and I'm like oh that's so like really cute i yeah. mean and then you can kind of and I didn't say that but I did just kind of reassure her and and I think sometimes sometimes it's nice to also have that friend and this is something that as moms we The gift that we can give is to have things just be easy like baby pooped whatever I'm gonna take care of it I'm not gonna make a big deal about it I'm not gonna ask you everything is I'm just gonna figure it out so you don't have to feel awkward that I'm you know gonna change like I have to do it all just take care of it just do it they don't want to have to ask you but it's that little relief off and I think she just just having an extra pair of arms in the house for a day and a half was nice and and things that you know she it was kind of funny as well the um the baby had its first fever while I was oh. there. And, you know, so, like, they didn't know, really know what to do. And I was like, okay, well, here's what I would do. And, you know, they called the after-hours doctor. But then they ended up doing exactly what I told them to <laughs> do anyway, which was fine. It didn't go against doctor's orders or anything like that. But it was just, I think, just having someone around who's been there yeah. is, like, reassuring. Even if you don't do anything at all. Yeah. But just be there and don't freak out. Yeah. And, like, being the only person in the house kind of going, oh, yeah. Yep, yeah. this is what happens. It's yeah. not a big deal. You're probably yeah. going to see this. And, you know, it. that was nice. Yeah, I didn't have
0: a lot of those experienced moms. I had a few friends have babies like six months before I did. Yeah. So in my mind, they were pros. Right. Um, but I didn't have a lot of that. And I think, it, yeah, it's a huge gift if you do. Just have people to normalize yeah. it.
1: To, yeah. You know. And so without, and ever, before I said anything, I would just preface it with like, you guys don't have to listen to anything I say. You have this. But just FYI, I always noticed because they were um, worried because the baby had not pooped in like three days. And I said, well, you know, it's like five months old now. And so this is kind of when they start regulating sometimes and that might happen. And but I don't I mean, if you think there's something wrong, that's you guys know him better than me. But just so you know, that happened with my kids. And I think they're like, oh, because you don't always read that stuff. No. And there's a lot of, you know, what what, um, my friend Elena was saying is there's so much um Fear, like there's the internet now has jacked everything up as far as intensity level goes and possible rabbit holes to fall down, and then (laughs) scary stories that are out there and opinions. Everyone has so many opinions, and that's one thing I feel really grateful that I didn't have access to was that many opinions as a new mom because that's really overwhelming. Um, I find political opinions really overwhelming, so I can only imagine if it was opinions about.
0: My well, child. Unless, yeah, that's really good, I think, context to think about today's brand new moms, because maybe a way to help a new mom is to just be that friend that says, I'm not going to judge. I'm here if you have questions. I've been through it a couple of yeah. times, but you are doing a great job and mm-hmm. you have great instincts and you don't need me and you don't right. need the internet, but I'm here if you have questions. Right. Yep. Um, I sort of became by default like the C section question um, <laughs> source because I had three scheduled C sections, which is pretty unusual. And um, so whenever anybody would find out they were having a C section, they would come to me and I would tell mm. them my experience. And so it does, it feels good to be able to share that experience if you can do it in a way that also empowers a new yeah. mom to trust her own instincts and it isn't directive. I think that's what we try and do. On this show, I yeah. know that's what Alex does here at the new mom school. Then that's, I think, the perfect balance of having access to experience, experienced yeah. moms without feeling like you're being sort of handed down. Absolutely.
1: And on the, on the other side, I had four of my babies out of hospital, two in a birth center, and two at home. And they were all smooth and easy births and went fine. And I felt like I got really good at prefacing any time I started that story for anyone with I was lucky I had a really easy time like I just did and that was just my experience and it has nothing to do with <laughs> anything that you do like and I think that sometimes there's like this automatic if someone talks about their experience it's so natural as a new mom to be like well that's not how I did it do I need to be defensive or do I need to explain why I didn't do it that way or is are they thinking are they feeling defensive because I do things differently and I think the quicker you can just eliminate that from the conversation at all like we're all you know no one here is defensive there's no better than it's just this is how it happened with me and we can sit here and swap stories imagine and, if, if my story and your story are equally the, valid and everyone great. in
0: motherhood was
2: like that
1: wouldn't that be nice
0: <laughs> it just takes a while sometimes well um we're gonna wrap up like this first segment yeah. in a minute i think i'm really excited because i am finally coming out my youngest is four and a half and And I let's see, February of this year, I went um, to be like the helper, like the friend who came to help a new mom. So I had kids a little before a lot of my friends, but then my friends started having babies and I was still kind of in the thick of it. So I wasn't very helpful. Um, And now I really do feel like I can hop on a plane and go sit and like you did hold your baby. My little sister's having her first in October and it's easy it's not easy my husband's back there it's not easy to leave him <laughs> with three kids but it's easier it's doable it's, it's doable and to and i don't feel like i'm bringing like toddler germs like no one has ha- hand foot and mouth anymore you know like i don't feel like i'm like I don't want to come into your house so yeah i got to do that last february and it was really fun it was for them it was a second baby it was allison and um they were doing great. They didn't need that much help, but it's, it is a fun, I don't know where all of you guys are in motherhood, but if you're out of it, out of the new mom phase completely, it's actually, I think kind of fun oh, to it's then totally fun. be yes. the one who helps. Yeah, like, I totally you know, agree. So, yes. um, okay. So we are listeners at home. We're going to take a quick little break for one of our sponsors, listeners in the room, stick with us as well. And, um, we'll get back to this topic in just a bit. Hey guys, it's Megan and Sarah here popping in to remind you about one of our partners. And this is such a great sponsor to talk about since we're talking all about helping out new moms. Yeah, it's a perfect Um, fit. It's a perfect fit. So that is Covered Goods. They make nursing covers that also double as a car seat cover, a cute scarf, and even one of those shopping cart liners so your baby doesn't touch the gross shopping cart handle and, um, and can I just we just got, really quickly say that they are adorable they are <laughs> like so they, pretty you, yes. you and I kind of want one even though we haven't nursed a baby in many years many years um, yes I just got one for my sister she just had her baby shower so talking about helping out a new mom I seriously would buy up a bunch of these and just have them for baby shower or new baby gifts just like um, have them on hand to hand out have them on the hand <laughs> they're, they're so, yes, just here you look about. uncomfortable take this yes so coveredgoods.com is where you pick one up and use the promo code the mom hour to save 10% Um, and yeah great partner of ours and what a great gift for a new mom so it really is Go check them out. Um, Megan, let's let everybody know kind of what they're going to hear next. The second part of the show was much more interactive. I it think really we need to this give is a shout things, out to yes. our editor, Johnny, who's, yes. you know, putting all of Hashtag this together. Thank you, Johnny. Yeah. But
1: this is where things got really fun for
0: me during. I yes. mean, they were
1: fun the whole time, but this is where like really people started getting up and talking. And we had um, Alex from the New
0: Mom School, um, who is the owner. Yes. Uh, and, and you're going to hear her yeah. pretty much right away after we stop chatting here Um, and Alex gave such a great story and kind of testimonial about her own new mom days and what inspired her to found the new mom school um, yeah, and then you're going to hear several actual moms from our audience get up and talk on the mic about what helped them or what they wish they would have known as new moms, including Ashley from the Coffee and Crumbs podcast. You guys, many of you may be familiar with her, if that sounds like And a she's our new voice. friend. She's totally our new friend. We love yes. the ladies from Coffee and Crumbs and it was so nice of them to come out to our live event. So It really was. Yeah. Um, let's and see. we pulled and some we- tips from our Facebook community as well, which was great. Absolutely. So thanks to those of you who wrote in when we posted this on Facebook Um, I wanted to say too we're going to link up that Facebook thread and a bunch of other stuff in the show notes the show notes for this episode which will always be at themomhour.com are going to be fun I'm going to put some pictures of the event maybe a couple bonus videos Um, so if you're not used to heading over and checking out the show notes you might want to for this particular episode because it'll just be a fun recap of the whole event yep let's do it all right here we go Okay, so before we get back to it, I want to bring up Alex real quick. So Alex owns the new mom school. Yay! Um and I'm putting her on the spot. So we were talking about how I've fit- out who she was I know and I told her I think she's a really good marketer because I think I knew who she was from like Facebook ads honestly so I think she's a good. I think she's a really smart businesswoman I we like connected and like clicked immediately on just how we like to help moms in a way that's not judgmental not pushy um so we had so much to talk about about our own kids and like schools locally so I just feel really grateful to have a new friend um but I would love for you to just tell everybody a little bit more about what you do here, how that relates to new moms and maybe they know somebody who could check out one of your
4: classes. Sure. Um, Hi everyone, welcome to our space. I see some familiar faces from our classes and um, we have a photographer who comes to all of our classes as a little gift to all of our moms and so even though I don't teach all of our classes, I get to see all the moms that come through the program and the faces of all the beautiful moms and babies are just such a joy to my heart. We have one of our instructors here tonight, Jo Martindale, who's a The benefit of being in Joe's class is that she's a sleep expert and has a behavioral background, so she gets to help with the behaviors of the sleep problems and challenges. So, if no you... If you <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah, These moms get like way a lot more free sleep advice than they get in my classes but um anyway, when I had my first, I have two boys that are three and six, and when I had my first son, I sort of went into it feeling like I got this. I am meant to be a mom. This little guy is going to be my little accessory. I'm just going to dress him up in cute little clothes and he's going to come along everywhere with me, and I'm going to look really cute doing it. (laughs) And my husband and I are going to be just as happy as we were before we had our baby, and we're going to just as much sex and everything's going to be just perfect and lovely and oh my god that was not the reality um, yeah the reality was that we uh, were really shocked by this tornado that hit our family and we disconnected in a way that was really unexpected and um, I had a lot of guilt and shame because I had this new baby that I was supposed to just love with all my heart, and I was going to love every moment of being a mom, and I wasn't loving it, and I felt really embarrassed about that, and I didn't feel like I could share that with anyone, um, especially my husband, who now, you know, we just weren't really on the same team at this point, and so things got pretty dark, and I joined a local mommy and me class, I was living in L.A. at the time, and. I never expected that the moms in this class of mine would become my lifeline and really change my experience as a new mom. And so fast forward about a year and a half later, when we moved to Orange County, my husband got relocated for his job and I looked for a support mommy and me class for me and my son. And what I found was a lot of activity based classes for toddlers, but no No parenting classes No support for moms And then I discovered That not only was there No support for moms Of toddlers There was no support For moms of newborns Which I thought Was just Atrocious really um, In such an affluent community So Um I overnight just decided this was my calling and this is what I was gonna do and I called it OC Mommy and Me at the time and about a year ago we became the new mom school because I needed a name that really defined what the program had become which is really a school for new moms. And um, we are now about four and a half years in, we've had over 1700 moms in our classes and we run 10 classes a week with about 14 moms in each class. And I stay connected to a lot of these moms over social media. And I see so many of these moms staying connected with the, group, the moms that were in their classes for years and, you know, years beyond. A lot of the kids are getting ready to start their last preschool year. They're going to be going to kindergarten soon. And um, it's just such a joy. And to be connected. Connected with you two and to see that you know I kind of I, I sort of have Um, remove myself from a lot of social media groups because I can't stand the mom shaming and the judging and the I'm better than you because I feed my kid kale every night (laughs) and um, I'm like you me and the kitchen are not friends and um, if someone wants to send me dinners every night I would gladly take them but um, you know my kids eat mac and cheese and chicken nuggets most nights so and I'm totally fine with that because that's what I ate and I turned out fine and I actually do like kale now (laughs) I just (laughs) I just buy it from a restaurant and I don't massage it myself Um, (laughs) so that's where I am I'm really happy to have you all here can you share uh, your website so that we can get it on there absolutely we are newmomschool.com
0: thank you for hosting us this this would not have If, if we had not found a space, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have done it. And yep. I was like, it wasn't even going to look that hard because right. this was like a kind of a, yeah. <laughs> a fluky idea. So
4: BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Archaea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico... It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.
2: So this Kim. is Kim. <laughs> Kim, tell
0: us how old your kids are now and what helped you as a new mom. Okay.
2: So I have a three and a half year old and a one and a half year old. They're, two years and two days apart from each other. So when I had my first child, it was before I knew about the new mom school. So I was three weeks into motherhood. I don't have family around. So I had a friend of mine who had a baby 30 minutes after mine, which was great because she actually had a completely different outlook on motherhood. And she was just so graceful. And she took her her child actually, I don't know if you'll edit this out, but she took her child to a Three days after having her baby. (laughs) So she was definitely the opposite of me. I was kind of hunkered down in the house. I was struggling with getting out. I was definitely in the beginning stages of postpartum depression, which I didn't even realize I had. But she was awesome because to your point, I needed someone to like push me to do something. And I also needed someone to just shove themselves in front of my face. And so that's what she did. She came down from L.A. I live in Orange County and she just came to my house and she said, we're going to get out. and you're going to learn how to use the wraps that have like seven (laughs) contraptions on them and the ergo baby that I was uncomfortable using because every time I tried, he was crying and she was just great. And we ended up going for a walk and honestly, I needed that because that was like the first steps to getting out of the house and just getting a little bit of fresh air. So that was huge.
0: Thank you. Um, That was great. Yeah, I feel like... um, I feel like if you have knowledge, like that really tactical knowledge, how to put on a Moby wrap or an ergo. I mean, talk about stuff that's hard when you're all foggy and fuzzy. Like that is like... Level five difficulty. Someone taught me how to
1: nurse laying down. I forgot about that till this very minute, and that was like the the learning how to nurse laying down may have saved yes. my life. Or like it's what allowed me to have five children, people. <laughs> like,
0: it never would have happened otherwise. Or like setting up the baby monitor, get the feed correctly. Yes. Like you know all of those little things. Like yeah, if you if you have skills in those areas, so I loved that. Like teaching yeah, you how to you. use what because those baby carriers also it's hard to practice when you're you're pregnant yeah my sister possible. sent my sister sent me a picture well, you trying don't to have practice a baby. no well that's what i mean <laughs> yeah. like you have a belly you have a belly but and you don't have a yeah, baby right. am i i think my sister put in like a bottle of wine or something like she <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay um i'm gonna read one from we hold this yeah i'm gonna read one from facebook real quick and then we'll have another audience member okay so this one came in on Facebook today from Megan Horan Horan, um, and she says it would have been a tremendous help to me if I had had better information about what happens to your body and how to take care of yourself once baby arrives. Yes. Raise your hand if you had no idea what was going to happen postpartum, because no one. Maybe they try to tell you, but I raise I'll, your hand if someone said, "Oh, the bleeding will taper
1: off after a week," and you were like, "Okay," and then. And, you know you found out the truth the hard way you're
0: like wait this is not how it works um, <laughs> yeah. she okay so she goes on to say when there's physical healing that needs attention on top of a new baby new routine and new normal it's overwhelming and scary and hard to figure out so that is I think such an important one that, that really needs is. to be said and um, it may be I feel like when I was pregnant I probably wouldn't have even listened if someone had tried to warn me about postpartum you didn't symptom. care about that, that stuff Karen you're like you're so focused on but the baby you weren't thinking about yourself and really then, yeah and then when the yeah. baby comes sometimes you're still so focused on yeah. baby so if yeah. that's if you have a closeness and can help somebody really understand what's happening or what to expect or if they're worried I had terrible we've talked on the podcast actually we did a whole episode on postpartum that we can link up in the show notes but I had chills at night um, which is less common heat like hot flashes and temperature fluctuations yeah. are pretty normal but chills are less common until you start telling people you had night chills and then people are all come out of the woodworks so if you can be that person to be like, tell me your symptoms, it's okay. It's probably normal. For me, it was like terribly painful gas, which, hello. Also, why do I have those embarrassing ones?
1: You were just like chilly. I was just cold. But seriously, no one told me that I would be doubled over in pain and it would be gas. And, you know thought I had something seriously wrong with me. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: oh, yeah. if you can be that friend and be real honest, with, you yes. know, if someone's willing to listen. Um, what you if you can, can also send
1: them a link to the podcast that we did yes. on postpartum yes. symptoms. <laughs> Not to plug it, but I just plugged it. I don't remember Which, what episode number it is. Side but.
0: story, funny, was the first one Johnny ever edited for oh, us. That's right. <laughs> Give him this, like, hour-and-20-minute-long audio file of us talking about, like, Leaking. A- every bodily function. Yes. <laughs> he doesn't have kids. Or, yeah. yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> He's still... <laughs> sorry, funny, Johnny. Believe it or not. Hashtag sorry, Johnny. Oh, sorry. Okay. Um, Ashley, do Ashley, do you want
5: my name is Ashley I have a five-year-old and an almost three-year-old and I'm gonna piggyback on the idea of bringing things that aren't just dinner I um, I joined a mops group right after I had or right before I had my second baby so I was super pregnant when I joined and right after I had him all the moms from mops brought us meals which was so generous and if you're not in mops the mops moms bring the best dinners so you should sign up just for that and this one mom brought over a meal and she brought it over early in the morning at like 10 a.m because that's just what worked best with her schedule and she had already prepared the meal and along with the dinner she brought over a whole loaf of bread like fresh from the bakery hot she literally placed it in my hands like a hot loaf of bread and she also brought me frozen lactation cookie dough balls that you can like you know make every day and I had a premature baby he was born a month early I ended up having some milk supply issues and I was constantly trying to help him gain weight so that was actually really useful to me to have those lactation cookies I had never heard of lactation cookies before and I ended up really really needing them and I made that recipe like a hundred times that she gave me and the hot loaf of bread I took into my house at 10 a.m. in the morning and I sliced it up and I slathered it in Nutella and I like (laughs) inhaled it at 10 a.m. and it was so good. So if you are going to bring a meal to a good mom, you should just pick up a loaf of bread and make some lactation cookies to go along with it. That is a great idea.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Um, So I'm reading through these Facebook comments and listeners out there will link this up in the show notes. But several people in this Facebook thread mentioned wishing because the way I worded the question is what do you wish you had asked for or what help do you know now that you needed then and like four different people talked about needing an expert of some kind a couple of people mentioned a therapist a couple of people mentioned a sleep expert and a couple people mentioned either a postpartum doula or like a night nurse and I think knowing what we all know now that is so valuable it is I mean talk about being hard to ask for help just from your friends to bring over some lactation cookies right. but knowing that you might need help from an outside expert and waiting too long to figure that out is always going to be painful so maybe as friends it's as simple as normalizing that for new moms how common it is to need a sleep coach or to this this idea of a postpartum doula Catherine my friend Catherine was here and she had to head out but she shared with me and I think she's on this Facebook thread too that she had a postpartum doula just a couple days a week with her second and it doesn't have to be so I don't know you know more about doulaing than I do but somebody to come who's really well trained in baby care and maternal postpartum care and and they just will Hold and rock the baby. If you yeah. have, she had an older sibling at the time or an older child at the time. If you want to spend a little one-on-one time with the yeah. older child, somebody to hold the baby doesn't. It doesn't have to be for the elite and the. Right. Um, you know, in other very reasonable, actually. yeah, in other cultures and in other countries, help is built into the yes. system for um, whether it's the family, the system, the healthcare system. So
1: I have to say it really. One thing I think that we suffer from is like we think. We, we like to wax nostalgic about this idea that we should be able to do it all because our grandmothers did it all and their grandmothers did it all. But we live in a very different world than our mothers and grandmas and great grandmas did. It's not the same. And we can't play by the same rules as everybody else did. And maybe they would have liked to have some therapists as well and other kinds of experts. You know, we don't necessarily have an extended family that we can call on that lives within a block of us. We just don't have that. So we have to create that for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so there's no, I think there's a shame in it, but there should not be. And normalizing it for each other is the first step. Yeah. Because if everybody seems like everyone's doing it, if that's like the facade that we put on, that we're all taking care of everything ourselves, then it makes it so much harder for anybody else to admit that they right. can't because right. nobody
0: can't. Right, right. that's yeah. so true. Well, I'll just share, like, I ended up in a group like the ones Alex runs through the hospital where I had my first baby, but I kind of resisted it at first. Like, I really mm. felt like I'm going to keep my old friends. Like, I don't need new friends. I really had this chip on my shoulder like, <laughs> I I have a new baby, I don't need new friends. Like, I already have friends. And so I kind of resisted the idea of a support group. I was doing okay with breastfeeding, so I didn't need the lactation support necessarily, but it was Arizona in the middle of the summer which is like Michigan in the middle of the winter so there's just not you You just really can't go go. anywhere and so I kind of finally broke and went and like a million other stories that Alex sees every day, you know, I met people in that class and they, and those classes I think can be a really good way to then get access to lactation consultants Mm -hmm. or sleep trainers or, you know, other sorts of experts. But we often come out stubbornly, you know, insistent on not needing those experts. So I just, that was something I noticed in the Facebook thread that like four or five different people and the, the common thread was wishing they had found that help sooner or asked for it sooner Mm -hmm. and how what a you know what a huge relief it was when it came whatever that looked like okay let's get somebody else up here
1: I'm Joelle and I have a two and a half year old little girl and what my friend did for me the details are a little blurry because it was the day after we brought her home from the hospital and I think she texted and said how are you and I was
0: like oh we just came home and so she called me and she was like how was it and I was like "Ah, what are we supposed to do and she was like you're feeling like a horrible parent right now aren't you and I was like Yeah. Yeah, i don't know we're like she's crying we don't know what to do you know just the whole thing so
1: she still to this day texts me every now and then you are enough and you're doing a great job you know so i think it's just even hearing that you know yeah, and that's it
0: that's great yeah. and it's so
1: simple like yep. Anybody could do that. You could do that right now for yep. somebody. And Absolutely. It's like one of those things that sounds a little cheesy, but if you got that text right now, wouldn't you
0: feel awesome? Yes. Like, yes. yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. And I think Megan can attest to the fact that you never get grow out of needing to hear that. <laughs> no, I know. That's so true. Like, I would really like, I'd like my
3: kids to tell me that, but yeah. <laughs> they don't do that for me. So, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Do we have somebody else? Did, do we have one more? Okay. Yes. I'm Danielle. I have an almost seven-month-old, so I still feel like I am yeah. a new mom, and I was just a new mom school, so that was a huge help. I'm not one to ask for help normally. And I used to cringe when people would say, hey, let me know if I can help you with anything. Not, hey, I'm going to do this in two weeks. I'm not going to call you and say, hey, remember that time you said, (laughs) can you help me with fold my laundry? Like, I have a load of laundry right now and I need help. Like, I'm not going to do that. So it sat there and I didn't call. And then they always said like, oh, you never called. You could have come over. And so now consciously I think about that. And then along the same lines, now I'm shopping at Sprouts and wherever and I I think, oh, next time my friend has a baby, I'm going to make them muffins in the morning so they're not hungry in the morning when they wake up from feeding. So just little things to think about even before it's necessary. Yeah. But that don't say what can I, I mean, don't say when you need help, call me. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Very that. good. Thank like, you. The more specific and the less they have to think
1: about it, the better. And we you know, like
0: when, and women, especially we worry about stepping on somebody's toes or like yes. knowing your place. I feel like this is a time where we can let that go. What's a the bit. worst case scenario? Someone feels like you overstepped your bounds. I just feel like most of us are probably not that type of friend. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's
1: it's you know who to go to. Yeah. You know who the people your people are that you can go to. And yeah if you don't have those people, then text the person that you texted earlier and
0: make that person become your person. Yeah. Um, okay. So one or two more from the Facebook thread, and then I think you can probably wrap up, but, um, Jess O'Donnell, a listener of ours said she wished someone had told her not to Google everything. Uh. So, and I think we were talking earlier about like being that friend that someone can text with questions or advice. Um, I know I was that for my sister-in-law, Brian's sister, um, and I felt really good about being that person. And just like you said with your friend, it's like, I'm, I'm not an expert. I'm yeah. definitely not a medical professional, so definitely yeah. ask your doctor. <laughs> but here's what I know about my babies, especially right. with high fevers, and here's what happened. and um if you can save them from Googling, Yes. <laughs> if you can be the friend um, that can that save just them. blocks that, yeah. that. If that's your own yeah, thing and, that I, you and do. again, I come back to the support groups and the support classes. I think um, when you when you're a new mom and you can be around a variety of different, we talk about this on the podcast all the time. The more you can sort of enrich your circle with a wide range of normal kids who are developing normal kids who are developing later who have special needs moms who have great postpartum experiences moms who have really tough ones the more you see the wide range of what's normal when you're alone with google it's not pretty like you're only (laughs) you're only reading about either the extremes or what's supposed to be normal and both can send you spiraling so um, I don't know exactly how that relates to how we well, can help new moms except that I think one thing that you could do if, if
1: there's a resource or like a book that you have that you that crosses or that strikes that balance between super reassuring but also informative when you need it buy like 10 copies of yeah, it yeah, and idea. just have it in your house and give it like that's your baby gift or that's your I just met someone yeah. at the park and I'm going to give you this book because <laughs> I love this book and don't read anything else like start here and you don't need to go to the bookstore and buy 20 parenting books because yeah. this one will get you where you yeah. need to go and we've talked about that before yeah. you know resources aren't bad right it's just using them discerningly and in moderation yeah and not just overloading and yourself in combination with information with your own instincts
0: exactly which are hard yeah. to trust when you're brand new good books will help you do that yeah yeah or good resources will yeah. help you do Absolutely. that yeah so should we wrap up our show how do we usually wrap up our show i don't know you'd like you kind of tell us
1: I that do we're it. done i do it we're done um we, we all say, you say something like well i think that we have to wrap
0: up now and i'm
1: just gonna stop so
0: we will remind our listeners to visit our website. Website, which is the themomhour.com um, for those of you here with us if you haven't been there that's where you find there's a blog post that goes along with every podcast episode you would go there look for this episode and then we'll link to everything we talked about here we'll yep. of course put some pictures of this event and the show notes for this one will probably be a little different and fun yeah um, want to thank our all of our swag bag donors our food and beverage sponsors and Alex and Taryn from the new mom school and the daily method Um, For hosting us. Yeah. And yeah, that's all I got. We're always back every Tuesday with a new podcast episode. We are. So thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for coming.
1: Sarah, I started a Substack last spring just kind of as an experiment. And it turns out I love it. I'm treating it kind of like an old school blog, writing about things that are happening in my life.
0: Megan, I've loved following your stuff on Substack, and I actually just really like Substack in general.
1: You know, we've both been a lot less active on Instagram lately, and I'm finding that Substack scratches that itch to connect and create without all the busyness of a typical social media feed. So I would love it if Mom or listeners wanted to look me up there. I'm at meganfrancis.substack.com, and that's Megan with two A's m-e-a-g-a-n francis.substack.com. Sarah, I have been having just the best time making my new podcast, The Teas Made. I launched back in November, and so far I've covered topics like staying warm on cold winter walks, nurturing creativity, how to be a great host, and even Nordic secrets to loving winter.